The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. It has been a day of remembrance as memorial services are held across the country and right here in Edmonton honoring the 176 victims of a passenger jet the Iranian military shot down one year ago. There were 55 Canadians, 30 permanent residents on board along with dozens of Iranian students destined for Canadian universities. More than 22 schools across the country lost students, staff, or recent grads. Here at home, the University of Alberta lost 10 students and two faculty members. Today, the Prime Minister honored the victims and expressed solidarity with their loved ones. As a country, we remember all those we lost and we mourn with their families and friends. To the family members and friends who had planned to pick their loved ones up at the airport, to everyone who was looking forward to seeing your beloved partner, child or parent. I cannot imagine your pain. The plane was on its way to Kiev when it was shot out of the sky shortly after takeoff. You'll remember at the time tensions between Iran and the U.S. had been heating up and a few days earlier a U.S. drone strike on the Baghdad airport ordered by U.S. President Trump killed a leading Iranian general. Iran's military fired missiles at American forces in retaliation and Iran initially denied any involvement in shooting down the plane, then said it was shot down after mistaking it for a missile. There are so many questions that remain and the lack of answers and justice have loved ones still trying to come to terms with what happened. Daniel Godes lost his girlfriend Saba Sadat in the tragedy. Her mother and sister also died. He joins us this afternoon. Daniel, thank you for joining us on this. What must be a very difficult day for you? Hi, uh, thank you for having me. Uh, And I want to start off as well by saying we're so very sorry for your loss. Daniel, can you describe the the past year for you, um, trying to come to terms with what happened, but knowing that there's still real no answers out there? Um, Yeah, so it's very hard looking back at the past year. Uh, I think for myself and many of the other victims' families, we've just sort of been living day by day. Uh, I think what adds to our grief and uh, the pain that we're experiencing is the fact that, like you said, we have had no answers um, and no really insight into why this plane was shot down. Um, uh, You know, the Iranian regime claimed early on that this was due to human error, and everybody was waiting for them to provide answers and insights into this claim. However, uh, in the past year, they failed to do so, and in the reports they've published, they've just raised even more questions. We know that um, that uh, you know the investigation into this. Uh, the Canadian Cana- the Canadian government has been uh, trying to be more involved. Has been stonewalled on that front. Ralph Goodale, the special advisor to the Prime Minister, tasked with uh, handling this, said, you know, uh, there the, he still uh, he put out a report not too long ago. You know, there was 21 questions that he said wanted needed to be answered. Um, how do you feel that the Canadian government has handled this and and what more do you want them to do? I think when looking at what the Canadian government has done, um, there are certainly a lot of positives that have um, increased 
myself and you know other family members hope uh, for achieving justice in the future. Um, you know, the assignment of Ralph Goodale to this case to um, investigate and also publish this report, and also the announcement that Canada had formed a forensics team to investigate hmm. the evidence uh, was definitely a positive step in the right direction. And uh, we're hoping that um, once these reports are finalized, uh, Canada would be willing to take further steps um, to ensure that an independent investigation is done. And what we're calling for is for uh, the government of Canada and the international coordination uh, uh, countries that are negotiating with Iran currently uh, to take this case to the International Court of Justice because mm. we believe that the answers and the questions or the answers that we're looking for uh, will not come uh, from Iran as they haven't for the past year. Yeah, Daniel, I'm wondering how optimistic you are that you will you will get those answers ever. I think if you were to ask me that eight months ago, I may have not been as optimistic. However, um, I think recently uh, seeing the shift of focus uh, within the Canadian federal government and also the international community, um, you know, initially this focus was... Uh, more on receiving compensation for the victims and we were worried that they were just going to offer some money for the victims that were killed and that would be the end of it but I think yeah. the families have made it clear that uh, justice and the truth is the number one priority and only after that is achieved uh, they would be willing to negotiate for compensations and that message is um, seen in the way the Canadian federal government has approached this case as well. Um, so I am hopeful that we would be able to get the truth and some form of justice for the victims. I know that from um, having conversations over the past year, a lot of members of the uh, Iranian community have, you know, obviously tended to stay away from politics and, and speaking out against uh, government. And uh, a lot of people, though, now uh, fighting for answers, and, and you're one of them. Can you, can you tell me, uh, you know, that moment when you said you, you couldn't be quiet anymore, that you... You had to speak up, obviously, the night that the, the plane was shot down, but certainly there must have been, um, you know, some anger built. There must have been some resolute determination uh, one day saying, okay, I need to do something. Do you remember, remember that? Do you remember when that happened? Yes, you're absolutely right. Um, I think Iranians growing up, uh, in a way we're taught to stay out of the politics in the country because everybody is aware um, that the Iranian government and the regime is not a normal regime. They're very brutal and dissidents um, are jailed and in mm -hmm. many cases they're executed. So mm -hmm. th that fear is very prominent within the Iranian community outside of the country uh, as well. And I was definitely one of those people. I've always thought to myself that I need to stay out of political matters within Iran. But I think after the fact that the announcement came that the plane was shot down, and within the next month or so, um, there was a lot of questions of how this is even mm -hmm. possible. Uh, it sort of clicked in my head that I can't just be silent on this. And 
And, you know, I may never be able to go visit Iran, um, given the risks that are there, that are okay. present for me. Uh, but I think it is more important to advocate for what's right, and that is um, the truth and uh, justice for the families. Daniel, your, uh, your girlfriend, uh, Saba, uh, was uh, a brilliant and Jeepers, just an absolutely beautiful human. She was a medical student, a promising career ahead. Can you tell us about her a little bit? Can you paint the picture of, of, of what it was that you love so much about her? Um, I can try. That's very difficult. But uh, firstly, I'd like to clarify, she was applying for medical school, um, but she hadn't been accepted yet. And I think part of that speaks to her work ethic. Um, she was a very hard-working person. Uh, I think she picked up after her mom, who was a uh, physician in the community. Yeah. Um, so I'm just trying to find the right words to say. I think Saba was a source of strength uh, for myself and for many uh, of our other friends um, in our friend group. Uh, she was very outspoken, um, for advocating for women's health and women's rights. She did research uh, at the University of Alberta uh, in the field of women's health and pregnancy. And I could see this passion that she had for this topic and I could only now imagine the things that she would have been able to accomplish in the future. Mm -hmm. It's just devastating thinking about it. In in one of uh, the earliest interviews I remember seeing of 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 you after the the plane was shot down, you you described her as a contagiously positive leader who truly cared about people, uh, and that you were committed to keeping her memory alive and to ensure her legacy of caring and and kindness continues. And I thought that that was that was really really powerful, Daniel. I thought that that was just a beautiful way to describe Saba. Um, yeah, thank you. And that is, I think, the number one thing that still stands out to me. Um, she was a volunteer in our community with um, so many different organizations. I think thinking back, one of the memories that stands out to me is um, that she was a instructor. She taught piano um, to <laughs> elementary school students. And one time she was describing how she went to a recital um, for this uh, student that she'd been working with and um, she was just describing how it made her so emotional and um, proud to see this young boy um, be able to play the piano only after you know a certain amount of time learning it and it's I think little examples of conversations that I've had or things that I've seen that truly resonate with the statement that statement that I um, said earlier yeah Daniel, um, before I let you go, um, I, I know that you know today is an, an emotional day, and there's there's a lot going on, and a lot of interviews as as well. And and we thank you for taking the time to to share your story, as difficult as it may be. You you had said that it's it's very important that that all Canadians be aware of of what happened, the significance of it, and it's important that that we remember. Why is it that you believe that all Canadians need to remember what happened a year ago? I think a lot of times it's easy to get caught up um, in 
you know, the privileges that we have living in Canadian society, the rights that we enjoy and the freedom that we have. Uh, but I think it's important to know that Canada doesn't exist in a vacuum and there are real dangers um, beyond our national borders even that have profound impact on um, our friends, our neighbors, and it's important to be aware of those threats. And in this case, um, this was the brutal way the Iranian regime shot down this plane. And it's important to advocate for justice and the truth to make sure that such a thing never, ever happens again. There must um, be some comfort in the way the Iranian community has come together and and actually, you know, uh, Edmontonians and Albertans over the past year, certainly in those initial days, weeks, months after this happened, how everyone came together and, um, uh, I, you know, from someone who was reporting on it, you know, from my seat in my, my office at 630 Ched, it seemed like there was a community just wrapping their arms around all of you and and holding you up and and trying to give you strength is that is that a, a fair description that's very accurate um you know not only just within the iranian community who was a great mm-hmm. um, source of support for us but also the university of alberta yes. um, was fantastic last year i remember the event that they held at the seville center um you know that was a very difficult time for myself and the rest of the families but i remember exiting um, the, the gymnasium area um, as I had to step out and I could see lines of people uh, that were you know trying to get in but the space was full and it just show, goes to show how um, supportive the community is here in Edmonton uh, you know both within the university and just beyond that the Edmonton community and uh, how everybody came together to mourn and show a sense of support. Uh, I will never forget that day. Daniel, we'll leave it there. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. Once again, I'm so sorry for your loss, uh, but we will be following this and uh, the developments, uh, hopefully developments in the the weeks, months ahead. Thank you so much. Thank you for uh, allowing me to share the story.